Holiday Show. Happy Holidays. I'm a binge monster. And I'm a green queen. And it's almost New Year's. Happy Holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Christmas. Whatever you celebrate. If you celebrate nothing, I hope you're having a great Thursday when you listen to us. Yeah, right? I've been saying that a lot because I'm also like, I know that this time of year is not always like joyous for certain Mm -hmm. people and like being so compassionate to that. I always, always end with also, if it's just today, happy today. (laughs) I mean, I stuff myself. This is my stuffing season and not because I like stuffing. (laughs) Because I just really enjoy, like, there's like, you know, one time of the year when I can turn my conscience off and just consume. And that is a great feeling. It's just like a week, you know? Just nothing. Just watching anime or playing video games or doing not nothing. It's an honor. It's a privilege. You know, it's just like, I, yeah. So... I try to be grateful for that and thankful for that. Grateful and thankful. Speaking of things that I'm grateful and thankful for, anime throughout the year. (laughs) What a year of anime it's been. You know, the year of 2023 brought us some really, really noteworthy anime, spectacular anime. And as I say that, I think I'm forgetting something on the list already. When... Did Blue Lock come out? Um, I think that was last year. Was that year. 2022? Yeah. Or it was 2023. I think it was 2022. Yeah, 2022. Oh, wow. Thank goodness. <laughs> I'm so worried. Okay, anyway, um, getting right back to our regularly scheduled program before I panic that one of my favorite anime I've seen in a long time might not have been on this list. Let's go and talk about some of our like noteworthy anime from the year. Always being mindful that like when we talk about noteworthy anime, of course that's kind of like in this little funnel of like what you and I have watched or we know is like super important to the community. And I know there are some that we're gonna forget. And you know what? Let's work on it in the next year. Let's work on finding those smaller anime, those niche ones. They might not have like that big crowd audience, but let's let's make some space for those next year in OAS podcast. I agree. looking at winter 2023 so this is literally anime that came out a year ago we've got vinland saga season two which of course took the world by storm um as is expected tomo-chan is a girl which took me by storm which (laughs) took over my life for a season um we also had the tokyo avengers christmas showdown which i think was that a season or was that a movie i don't remember now no no i think that was a season that was a season of anime. So. Um, yeah. Bunko Stray Dogs came back, and mm-hmm. I'm not a Bunko person. Mm. But are you? It's, I, it's very I, I am, but I didn't. I didn't watch this season. Oops. <sighs> Binge monster, add it to the list. New Year's I resolution. I know. All right, we also had Buddy Daddies, which I feel like was a phenomena. It Didn't was we... our spy family of that season. Did you finish that? Wow. That was good. I enjoyed that. I think I did. Oh, yeah, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, it was cute. 
It was so cute. And then uh, I have to talk about the ice guy and his cool female colleague. That also came out last year and was like a notable fave of mine at the time. Yeah. I actually think I want my wife to watch this because it, I don't know if you feel this way. Tell me if you feel this way. But I feel like if you're a K-drama fan, you would like it. Is that a weird thing to say? Yes. No, it's not. It makes sense. Doesn't it? It makes sense. Yes. Because, oh, God. They're so, like, they're so goofy. And I feel like in, like, K-drama, like, romance, like, things, at least, like, I've watched Strong Girl Bonsoon. And she's just, like, you know, everyone's a goofball and, like, lobbing around. And I feel like that is very much the vibe of the ice guy and his cool female colleague. It's just right? everyone's a goofball. Okay, lock it in. Anime of the year for most likely to enjoy if you like K-dramas is the ice guy and his cool female colleague. Yay! I like this. Let's make superlatives as we go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I actually love that. On the fly superlatives. Um, yes. In spring, we had a couple of well-known names come back to us we had demon slayer the swordsmith arc we had um dr stone in the first quarter of season two we had these shorts by ranking of kings which everyone knows that i loved when it first came out and then we had some new ones um hell's paradise which was super good um oshinoko which still has a very very active uh fan base even though the season is over um mashley or mashel we've to this day never really learned how to pronounce that um that was the magic and muscles anime that was pretty fun to watch and um my love story with yamada-kun at level 999 um i think you watched that one a lot right oh i loved my love story with yamada-kun it was so good i think you know what i i i just because we've already mentioned this i feel like if you like hey drama you'll also like this one because it's <laughs> like oh dramatic and nerdy and like it's so good oh my love story with yamada-kun was so good um i still have to finish mash so that's going to be maybe in my watch list of mm. next year. And Oshinoko. I'm shocked that I didn't watch it. Yeah. I actually, don't know why I didn't actually either. shocked. It was like really, I don't know, like seemingly out of nowhere, pretty popular this year and, and is still well reviewed. So I feel like we should maybe, if we circle back on anything, we should circle back on that one. Yeah, I mean, they really took over even at Anime NYC. There were, like, pop-ups to take your picture. I actually might have seriously taken my picture with, I think, I don't know the character's name, but the lead character in Oshinoko, which might be the title character. I don't know. Hmm. We There's a lot to learn in the new year for us and Oshinoko. <laughs> But Demon Slayer, though, Demon Slayer was super notable for me because I just love I just love this series. It's a it's a phenomenal franchise. Every time it comes out, it's usually something that soaks up all the oxygen in the room and and yeah. all of the attention, especially from all the Shonen fans for, for good reason. It's, it's beautiful and it's got a great story and I'm excited for it to come back very soon. For sure. Do you feel with Hell's Paradise? Oh, yeah. And that also came out of nowhere. I feel like I feel like spring was the the most shocking of the year of just like random things that came out that were like really good or surprisingly good. I don't know. 
Do you feel that way? I feel like I feel like that's fair. I mean, like if you like, straight up, if you look at these titles and like, did you? I don't know if we mentioned Doctor Stone, but like people love Doctor Stone. That was so big that that season um, or the movie or whatever that was. But like, yeah, like we we're only talking about heavy hitters: Demon Slayer, Oshinoko, Hell's Paradise, Mash, My Love Story. Like these were all very very big titles. Yeah. So I think I think that's a really fair thing to say. Was spring twenty twenty three the highlight of anime last year? I mean, it might have been. I mean, I know we're a very quickly approaching summer, but I feel <laughs> like this summer was a little bit of a letdown personally. And I'm not comparing it to any previous summers because I don't really have the ability to do that right now off the top of my head, thinking about like what titles we're playing last summer to compare to. Right. But like Zom was really cool. Like for me, it was like Bleach and Zom. And I know JJK was like the big title, but for mm-hmm. me, it was just like Bleach and Zom. And the last one, the last one oh. on our list was like so random for me. <laughs> but so good. Oh, well, let me let me give the rundown. So the notable ones on our list for summer 2023 were of course JJK season 2, Zom 100, Bleach Thousand Year Blood War, and then My Happy Marriage. Uh, which was spectacular. It was so good. <laughs> Oh, it was so good. I can't recommend it enough. If you're looking for two, like, romance to watch, my love story with Yamada-kun and my happy marriage were, like, it for me this year. They just made me feel like love was real. And I'm in love. But, you know, they they, they do this wonderful, whimsical, like, oh, my God, God, it was so... And my happy marriage is, I don't know, I just... It really... It takes the trope of what it's starting to be for me and sort of, like, flips it on its head. Yeah, I think my happy marriage was probably the surprise of the year, I think. Besides maybe Freerin, but 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 no because like after I started watching I I had intended on watching Freerin, at least giving it a chance. I had seen an advertisement for it, but my happy marriage I found on Netflix on accident. Like I saw no advertisement for it, I had heard no one talking about it. I found it. I started watching it. It was shockingly better than I thought. The animation, I really thought, especially in the fight scenes, were going to be really PowerPoint pop arty for me. And then, like, there was that flip. Do you remember, like, in the middle where it goes from, like, a clearly not an important part of the storytelling to animate the fighting well to, like, the episode when he stormed into the, the compound and handled business and you're like, Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the flip. I was like, oh, I'm still shocked about that, actually. Yeah. That was the biggest (laughs) shock, I think, of the year for me. Oh, we're not playing around here. Oh, okay. We're not playing around here. Yeah, I think I think summer twenty twenty three kind of relied. I mean, at least for me and looking at our list, it really it really relied on like big titles, season two, three, and of course Bleach, so forth. But like JJK season two totally like took the internet by storm, and then like Bleach, of course. But like not everybody is caught up on Bleach, so I feel right. like it's like a little bit of a different vibe. And I still have to binge. I think the second half of that core that came out, I'm still. A, mm. a good handful of episodes i just haven't watched it yeah i don't know why it's so good it um is. but yeah what 
No, it is so good. I was just talking to um to Rian, who's been on our show a couple of times, and he texted me. He was like, I'm mad at you. I was like, why? He was like, because you didn't tell me bleach with some heat this year. And I was like, I don't have the patience. I have told you all year to watch bleach. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. And he's now caught up and he's loving it. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Bleach. It's just so good. And then I guess if we're going and finishing out the year, of of course, this is more more time timely. But if we're looking at fall 2023, we've got Freerin, uh, Shangri-La Frontier. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Stone and Bree is Dr. Stone. Sorry, I don't know. I, I don't I'm not sure what's happening with Dr. Stone. Like, I don't know if we're in a movie. I don't know of, if we're in a second core. Yeah, it's the second core of the second season that started earlier in the year. Copy. Yeah. Copy. 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 And then also Spy Family. So again, for us, fall 2023, a little quiet. A little quiet. Although what should be on this list is Apothecary Diaries. Because even though neither of us really watched it, Apothecary Diaries is very, very popular. And I've heard it's phenomenal. I've heard the same. It should be so out. that's that's also on our fall 2023 <laughs> list <laughs> but that's basically like the year of anime you know i don't know i know that it, we're probably really gonna get does... some hate from i think we're gonna get some hate from the um uh mushoku tensei fans but the thing is is for me at least it wasn't i mean obviously it's a big title especially with how popular and how successful it was in its first season but it was kind of a letdown season for me i don't know i mean obviously it was an important it was important plot wise and he went through a ton of growth don't get me wrong like i i observed that but i i and i watched the whole thing uh but i don't know everyone that i have personally talked to about mashoko tensei has the same they're like shrug i don't know like I've heard that his behavior, the main character being a full-grown man in a child's body, is still a little bit inappropriate um, right. at times. I've heard that that doesn't really improve, which is sad. Mm. Um, but if he grows as a character, I mean, you can only hope that this man comes to his senses and stops fighting uh, after uh, women and being a creepazoid all the time. <laughs> Hopefully. We, but we I've heard that hope. that's not the case. We can only hope. I don't see that happening anytime soon. But I, you know, I think um, it's a it's an it's an interesting question for any isekai, uh, not just from Mushoku Tensei. Like, anytime yeah. you're coming into another world with like your own, I don't know. I don't know what my argument was trying to be there, but I I, I feel some type of way about like. <laughs> using knowledge you clearly have to your advantage in another setting and like using that to get with people i don't know like ah uh, yeah it's not that <laughs> not that i see that happening often I, it just would make me uncomfortable so yeah i don't know throwing it out there and and something that I actually saw, because I was just kind of thinking when we were thinking about this episode, I was like, well, I definitely want to talk about the anime of the, the animes of the year that we've had this year. Um, 
this calendar year, I mean. But then I was also kind of being like, you know, what else could this be? Because New Year's is always about resolutions and goals and fresh starts. And like, I, I feel like for so long was like, that's stupid. If you can't make a change at any time, you're whatever you are and then as i got older it's like wait no like this is like kind of nice to be on board with this like almost global reset of who we are and like being surrounded mm. by good energy and like the at least the intention of trying to keep the goal sounds fun and sounds like something that why wouldn't i want to support that um but i had seen this um article that crunchyroll had put out in 2023 and it had had a about 10 like resolutions that could be inspired by anime from this year so like some examples they had were like spy family spend time with family and then do it yourself which again i loved in 2023 um uh or pardon me, in 2022, start a new craft, like stuff like that. So I was like, okay, like I'm kind of interested in doing a little bit of that. So like, as I went through the list, <laughs> I started to make some that like weren't necessarily like for me, but were just like, oh, I could see if that inspired that or or this or or what have you. And I, I know you went through and kind of did some of the same. So yeah. let's just like pin, ping, ping pong and pinball and, and popcorn. Um... <laughs> The things that we got from the season. We're playing games and we're eating snacks. We're playing pinball. We're playing ping pong. We're eating popcorn. Let's do it. <laughs> um, I- I'll go first. I think Vinland Saga for me. Um, <laughs> I have in my note here: spend time in grass. Spend more time in grass. And you laughed at me for that one. Touch grass, nerd. <laughs> yeah, I I think I in reflection of um, the way that people took so negatively to season two of Vinland Saga and mostly because they, they, no, they did. They were like, Oh, this is a a fighting anime. Like what, why is he spending so much time on the farm? And like, just, just the lack of awareness, the lack of appreciation for the character growth there and, and his ability to heal from a traumatic childhood and finding um, meaning in routine and self-discovery and and discipline and I don't know just being able to spend time out like that that is something that you know being able to spend time out in nature can do for you and he mm-hmm. was you know he was removed from the city he was removed from from the world of the Vikings that he was trying to get away from uh and he found his ability to do that. And I just feel like, not that I'm advocating for me to, in 2024, to go spend time on a farm, but just really getting out in nature, being able to reflect, being able to, you know, find meaning in mundane tasks, I think is really healthy to do from time to time. So I wrote, spend more time in grass. <laughs> I love it. So simple, but so effective. One of the ones I did was Buddy Daddies. And I, I, again, I went a little simple, mm-hmm. but I wrote get a plant or animal or child. Okay, so obviously <laughs> this is like a spectrum of things that you could think about doing. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Buddy Daddies to me was really 
really something sweet because it, you know it was compared so much to spy family because of course we get this another like we get another really really cute child character who is just like so charming and like a menace but like in a really again charming way so like mm-hmm. the but the growth that like our two main characters get of like their relationship to each other their relationship to the child how they grow as people how they kind of work through their things that they're working through for the child or like for the betterment of what the situation is i was like oh like i would love for everybody and even myself i mean i have animals and and a plant and so forth but there i have even gone through that in getting my cat and being with the animals of like that that feeling of being able to kind of like get up every day and like have Mm -hmm. something to do like not that we don't right this isn't the covid times where that was really an issue for me personally but like the routine of things like the care of things i think that that can be very valuable for people so that was something that i i added in there you recently not recently but like in the last few years started taking care of plants how has that like changed you like oh you want to see some i mean no i know we have (laughs) this is my this is my vine. She's doing so good. <laughs> Sorry for my for my audio listeners. This is so I have had vines before. Uh-huh. I've had one vine before. It lived for like a year. And yeah. now I have this one. And it's doing really super well. So I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of nice, right? Like I I think that again, like being <laughs> speaking of touching grass, I think that the care of like getting your hands dirty and like repotting it and then being able to look at it and watching it grow and watching the little buds like it's it's a very special experience i have to say like the being able to garden even in even in the house i mean i know you've done gardening in the past you even like worked at a garden or something like that or Mm -hmm. a greenhouse Mm -hmm. and you know you've taught me a lot about plants but i think that it is something kind of special and it's a very like you know if, if if it goes wrong like don't worry you can always just take a clipping and like start again and when you yeah. start from a clipping to a whole plant and you get into the propagating it's it's a really a, a downward spiral into having fresh oxygen <laughs> in your house absolutely i think it has a big impact on everyday life i really do i think everyone should mm-hmm. have at least one plant okay so the next one that i have is in Dr. Stone. So I think so my note here is embrace science. <laughs> I I don't know over the holidays I had a number of conversations with people just about you know <laughs> everything that I think a lot of us tried to go and escape um with you know, entertainment that's able to take us out of this world, but things like politics and vaccines and you know, COVID and just all of these mm-hmm. very typical topics to come up during the holidays with family, right? And oh yeah, I just feel like I saw, uh, and I think you know, I love him, but I saw a great video put out by Neil deGrasse Tyson about a film that he's producing coming up this year and i think it's about vaccinations i haven't watched the trailer yet and i'm really looking Mm. forward to it but the reason he went out and produced this film is because he feels like there's a been a shift in our in our culture as americans to um for for it to be 
something normal to challenge science, which is healthy, but it's it's mm. being done in, in a way that is not healthy, where we're at this mm. point just flat out ignoring science. And and I think that's obviously super dangerous it's there's like been a rise of smallpox which was very much eradicated in this country and it's super scary and i don't know i just i i feel like one of the things that dr stone reminded me of is that science is something that contributes to everything that we have and i think people like to lean into lean into science when convenient and um, and I think that it it makes for a, a a dangerous path that we're we're walking down. So I'd love for people to embrace science more. Also, just a quick caveat: like when I thought about this, I was also thinking about embracing history and 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 um, learning from mistakes. And I think Doctor Stone does that a lot too. And he's thinking about the past and the mistakes that you know that humans have made throughout the years and how they can avoid those things going forward. And like there have been mm. so many incredible discoveries this year um mm. in paleontology in in sociology in in anthropology just like you know whole civilizations found new species found i i was reading something on nat geo's instagram the other day of of this like gigantic dinosaur that just got found that we never knew that might be the biggest fish ever. Like there's just been so many cool findings that have changed our timeline of when humanity started. And I don't think they're being celebrated and I want them to be. So I shout out to Dr. Stone for like, I don't know, reinvigorating the passion of science and people. I wish so badly our listeners could see you just like hands Ah, the <laughs> excitement and your face is all squished together with like everything you're like really enunciating. Oh gosh, yeah, the, I can tell you're very passionate about this, and I love that an anime could bring that out of you. I think that again is a testament, as always, our our long told story on this podcast, anime being a testament to enhancing the human experience. It does. It does. <laughs> Well, speaking of anime enhancing the human experience, I have a fun one next. Okay, well, I'll I'll, I'll quickly br- brush over one. So Demon Slayer, I wrote, practice the way of the sword. That was very personal mm-hmm. to me. I think, although I think that everyone could learn the way of the sword in mm-hmm. any capacity, um, I think it's great for character growth and learning a new skill and a new trade and so forth. But that's that's my quick duh one. But mm. the other one that I, that I thought of that I thought was funny was I wrote for Hell's Paradise, plan one trip. Okay. <laughs> because because okay yeah yeah right 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 because <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, so obviously, if you've watched Hell's Paradise, even in like I think by the second episode, we know the stakes, right? They're sending these people to, um, it, are they calling it paradise or are an they island. calling it heaven? Oh, it's an island, but they call it. I, I forget what I think they it call paradise. it. They must call it paradise. Yeah, I think so. But that's feeling very AOT to me, paradise. <laughs> but anyway, they are sending these people here to find something and so forth or whatever. And it turns out that it's not quite paradise. It's not right. quite um, heaven. It is something uh, far worse. But the idea of going away to a paradise 
sounds amazing because <laughs> all of the trips that I've taken, no offense, have been for weddings. And I'm ready to do something that isn't um, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go um, and lay down somewhere and unplug and do absolutely nothing, but I don't know. I want to pack, like, a bathing suit and a cover-up and just lie around on a beach mm. in the shade for <laughs> hours. Yeah. Then <laughs> that's, that's what I want in the new year. So there's that. Cool. That sounds very good to me, too. I can't lie. Um, okay, I guess the next one is from Shangri-La Frontier, which I just really started watching a couple weeks ago, really, um, and was also kind of a surprise for the year in that I knew nothing about this, and I really started it on a complete whim. I actually didn't want to watch it just off the cover art, which is not something that I normally do because it's... I mean, how can you glean how good something is going to be just from cover art? But anywho, it's been enjoyable. And it's about a character who historically has played really shitty games and got really good as a gamer because he figured out a way to be successful in those games, even though they're like really glitchy or the fighting mechanics make it impossible to beat or or whatever. And he finds ways to overcome that. So now he's playing like a frontier game. uh I think it's called Shangri-La and he is he a character is like super successful in it because he has all this experience, you know, going through the, the harder roads and, and being successful. And so he's, he's proving to be successful either way. What it, what it really did for me is it just kind of reminded me that like one of the reasons I loved playing video games growing up was, you know, solving the puzzle and uncovering opportunities that maybe other people haven't found and you know, contributing to game facts which I don't even know if that's what it was called. I feel like that's what it was called, but there'd be like these forums for every game I would play and you could contribute to like uh, how to find something or, or like how to do something as easy as possible, like throughout the game. Mm. And, and especially when games came out, like being a major contributor was like a big deal. And I don't know, that was like always fun to be a part of that community. And um, so I think in 2024, you know, I think, through COVID, people came back to anime for the nostalgia. But I think next year, you know, maybe people can f- think about the things maybe that they are video games for me. They're probably going to be video games, but for you, maybe they're maybe, I don't know, maybe they're puzzles. Maybe they're things that just make you think again. And not that you don't think now, but like that, you know, hmm. pre- present a challenge for you and uh, really get the your brain going on a regular basis. And yeah. What Binge Monster is saying is pick up Sudoku again. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Although I have to say, before we leave Shangri-La, I have to give a shout out to one of our listeners and um, a good friend of mine, Roundy, who also built um, the uh, Green Queen Garden Discord. Roundy started Shangri-La because he was like, oh man, yeah, I, I, I was listening to your podcast where we were talking about it last week. And, um, I really did want to watch that and I forgot all about it. And I think by the end of the day was like caught up or like by the next yeah. day was completely caught up. Like they, he loved it. So shouts out Roundy for the binge. <laughs> I'm glad that you found the same joy that I did. Cause it's, it's good. Okay. I'm going to go to 
I have a bunch of dumb ones, but I'm going to go to my last one that I feel like really feels. And I just, I'm going to talk about it for, it feels like the 15th millionth week in a row. And I'm sure I'll keep talking about it. Well, I'm so out of focus. Hmm. I feel like I'll keep talking about it forever and ever and ever and ever. But Freer and Beyond Journey's End is so beautiful. And something that I think I would like to take from Freer and into the next year is like, and I don't know how this happens tangibly. Tan- that's the right word, right? Mm-hmm. Tangible, yeah. tangen- tangibly, tangibly, touch tangibly. <laughs> take take time. My what I wrote was take time to appreciate the little things and write them down. Mm. Doesn't that sound nice? Yeah. Like whenever I think of, whenever I like, you know, whenever maybe cheeks like, you know, gives me that like wonderful look after we. I don't know, made breakfast together, like, oh, maybe I'll just smile. Or, like, whatever otter, like, goes and bumps his little dumb head into my chin, maybe I'll just, like, write it down and remember how I felt when I, when that happened, or how I feel when that happens. I don't know, but, you know, Freerin is very much catching up, and I'm like, I don't want to have to catch up. Catching Mm. up really hurts sometimes, and, and, you know, now, obviously, in the show, Freerin is taking note of these things i think a little bit more in real time but a lot of the show is about what's happened in the past and oh man that that stinks you know i don't want to be that person or i don't want to feel that way i don't want to catch up i recently was going through some of my like baby pictures with my mom so randomly like during christmas and we've lost so much context and um you know, things that we just both thought we would always remember, we we realized we didn't. And I feel like next year, I really want to embrace taking more pictures. And also, like, but more specifically, I feel like I want to do like Polaroids and then write the context on the back of them. I want to do that more often, because even sometimes when I look at a picture, I like won't remember who I'm with or what's happening. And just feel like, the combination of writing things down and also having like the image of that can really like protect that memory. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something I've actually been thinking about doing. So it's ironic that you bring this up. Um, you know, maybe we'll both like at the end of 2024, have some, some notes or some photos we can look back on and see if we embrace this one. Uh, <laughs> that's, I don't know. Like it, it's so, it's so, it's so precious. That's also why I have, I speaking of Polaroids, but like that's kind of why I love video. And mm. you know, it's so funny. I think your boss <laughs> actually turned me on to that. Taking like a 10 second video really mm. just puts you in that moment more than anything else, I think. For sure. For sure. Video is so powerful. Ah, well, I think you had one more, right? Oh, I can say more. Let's see. So I had that one. I had so many more that I felt like are really kind of dumb. But okay, so let me quickly go through. Okay, so I had MASH. And then I said work out regularly. Because mm. OBS, like you want to be strong enough to be able to convince everybody that you're magical. even though you're just strong. Um, my love storm with the auto level level 99. I said join a new community or club. Right? Because <laughs> maybe it can lead you to the love of your life. You never know. You never know. And then... For Zomb 100, I wrote, make a bucket list. I don't have one of those. I think I never made one out of fear that I wouldn't complete it. Oh, that's hard. Isn't that sad? So I think maybe it, it, maybe it is like the, 
make the bucket list, write down the goal, because then you can't not do it. For sure. Right? Ooh, getting into the juicy stuff here on OAS New Year's New Year's Eve podcast. You, 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 the, the first thing that should be on that list is going to Japan. You need to go to Japan in the next oh, three years. Like, you have to. I know. I know. It's so expensive. I know. I guess it's really not. Once Again, it's once you're over there. But I, it's, like, so funny. I want to take a trip where I lay down and do nothing unless I go to Japan in which I'll never sleep and I will have yeah. the biggest smile on my face the whole time. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sleeping. I'm seeing absolutely everything I possibly can and talking to everybody so they can all help me improve on my Japanese. I feel like when I talk to people about the places they really want to go to, I listen and I'm like, oh, why do you want to go there? And the, and whatever they say never makes me feel like they want to go as much as I know you want to go to Japan. And, and, and here's why I say that. Here's why I say that. Because people are like, oh, like, I just really want to see this place at that thing. And I'm like, that's awesome. And don't get me wrong. If you just have like a, a fleeting whim of a desire where you're like I have this image of this thing that I want to see and I have this perception and I want to go see it and see how I feel that's like really wonderful but <laughs> but at the same time and I'm not I'm not judging people's desires because you can desire whatever you want and I support you but like when you go to Japan you're going to sleep the least amount as possible so that you can soak in every second Mm -hmm. Every moment that you can, because like, I don't know, like you're not going for one painting. You're not going for one little meal or something that you saw on Instagram that makes you feel like you want to be there. Like you will want to see everything. And that's exactly how I felt when I went. I wanted to smell and see and touch everything. I want like anything. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, I feel like you, I, I want to see that for you. I can't wait for you to make your way to Japan and. And get to that experience. I mean, I'm rooting this for is, you. This is the year of saving for the 2025 trip to Japan. Yeah. For like three weeks. <laughs> for like you three should. Weeks. You should. Um, I think. But speaking of. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I love when we both do the transition. I, I really love it so much. I actually think it's sweet. Okay. So I was going to say, I do have actual goals anime related that I am setting for the new year. Would you like to hear what I have to say? I would like to hear what you have to say. <laughs> and then I want to hear yours, obviously. Okay. So number one on the list is finish Naruto. It's so embarrassing. It's so Oof. embarrassing. I didn't make that sound I have embarrassing. To... I, I just feel like it's a good one. And I'm glad it's first. God, I have to finish it. Enough is enough. It just, I need to finish this, this damn show with these damn kids. They're going to break my heart. Number two, keep up with two anime shows per season week to week. Okay. I don't want to come here and be like, didn't watch it this week. Got to catch yeah. up next. No, I'm watching. I'm there's, I'm picking two shows a season and those are the two shows that I am watching every week the day they come out. Minimum. At minimum. Yeah, I it's love it. a minimum. It. Wait, I got to go back to your first one. I'm sorry. I gotta ask. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to read it as well to get through some of the chunks? Or are you going to watch it? I'm I probably not going to read it. Okay. Really? I don't see why not. 
I because it's it's not like how do I say it's not like I don't like the anime. I actually totally. love it. Yeah, I get like, it. I I think I would read if it was like something like and oh god, I mean it's so much hate for this, but like I don't love the beginning of One Piece. I don't. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm past the very beginning where it's like it's slow and it's this and that, but like in One Piece obviously I'm not there. So like I would read One Piece up sure. until it's like, "Oh, now it's like getting good and like mm-hmm. whatever." Even though there are people that'll claim every episode's good. I get it. I hear you. Um <laughs> it's me, it's me, it's my taste, it's it's me as a person. But Naruto, I'm in Shippuden. Like, I feel like everything is good. And I'm I'm going to skip filler. Like, I'm not a filler girly. I'm not a diehard fan I, like that for anything. Yeah. I won't do it. Um, There's just too much. I'm still catching up. I've been watching anime for almost three years now. Like, trying to catch up on things. And it just, there's, I'm never going to look someone in the eye. And they're not going to have something to say about how like, ungodly it is. That they haven't watched something yet. Anyway. No. I don't think I'll read it. I think I want to watch it. I want to watch it. Fair enough. Do you want to round it and- out with a third, or do you want me to go? Oh, okay. Yeah, you go. You go. Okay, I'll do my first two, and then I'll do my last one after you do your last one. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I like, I enjoy going back and watching older things it's like you know i i I think i that's where i sympathize with people who watch the office all the time i'm like okay Mm. i get it like there is something comforting about just rewatching something that you know it's gonna happen although when it comes to pokemon i actually don't know all the details although i know how it ends i really have been for the past two or three years trying to catch up to pokemon i just have not so i'm I'm, i want to do it i want to do it Yu-Gi-Oh! I restarted sometime this year, and I'm, like, right at one of my favorite duels in the whole series, which is, like, Yu-Gi versus Kaiba and Battle City. It's, like, the it's like one of the best tournament arcs, and it's, it's so enjoyable, and I, I gotta finish, I gotta finish Yu-Gi-Oh! I really gotta finish it. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> contrary to your preference... I also want to finish Slam Dunk because I haven't watched – I've only watched Slam Dunk one time all the way through. And it makes sense that it's an – I uh, not all of our listeners know this, but I'm a diehard NBA fan. I'm a Lakers fan through and through. There are There is a Japanese player who's like the star of Japan who's like on the Lakers right now. His name is Rui Hachimura. We talked about him on a couple episodes ago. He was in Shin Chan, which we we got to watch those episodes. We got to watch both of them. Oh, and tomorrow by together. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just like I'm all about slam dunk and basketball. So I want to I want to go back and finish that. So that's my first one is to watch finish three old shows that I want to catch up on or refinish or, or what have you. And then the next one is a little embarrassing. I mean, like I. I can't even tell you why. I want to. I just haven't been able to catch up on some of the shows that I really enjoy. And I don't know if it's it's not because I was doing something else. Maybe it's because I spent the last month and a half preparing to get married and that just soaked up all my life. But I just like I'm not caught up on Jujutsu Kaisen and I get shit about that every week. And I should. I'm, I, I realize that I'm a season behind Spy Family and me and my wife are quickly trying to like chug through that and catch up because we really like spy family that's really enjoyable 
and we talked about it like two weeks or two podcasts ago, and I love Furin. I just haven't I not caught up. So I, that one I might start with. I might catch up with that one first. But I think these are the three shows that I'm a little embarrassed that I'm like not fully caught up on right now. But I, you know, enjoy each of them. I really do. So that's my second. Mm-hmm. Catch up on those three new gen shows. And I love it. I think I think Furin's a great place to start. And you know what? Like, I don't know if like you want to do it while you do like a puzzle or the dishes, but mm. like the dub of Furin is great. Oh, so it's really? great to kind of be able to. It's it's spectacular. Oh. I actually have to. I had so I caught up enough to where I had to watch it in sub, and I was like, damn! Like I actually miss Freerin's voice. Her alone. I think that that whoever that actress is that does the English voice for Freerin is. I think she is spectacular. Interesting. She makes it for me, or oh. or they, whoever they are. I have no idea who they are. Whoever they are, they make the show for me. I think that they just, I love what their voice does to this character so much. I would. I couldn't recommend. I would be open to that. What was I? I'm watching Shangri-La dub and I'm enjoying that, actually. Yeah. I I, I also think, is, I'm so sorry. Is Shangri-La like a comedy esque? It is. It's it's totally comedy. comedy. And it's fast paced. It's super fast paced. There's like, there's no sit down and like, it's. Uh, yeah, it's a great ride. I'm really. I feel like Al would really love Shangri La. I really do. Oh, really? It's definitely like a gamer's anime, and it's very fast paced. Like, it's not one of those ones where you sit down and have like long drawn out conversations. No, it's it's mm. really good. I I would suggest, um, these sweet cheeks, watch it. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so my third, this is what I'm going to do for accountability purposes. I want to create and share an anime watch list to my Discord, which if you want to join the mm-hmm. Discord, we have a place for OAS conversation. It's called um, uh, Green Queen Garden, and I think you can find it in our show notes. Is it actually. a Green Queen Garden or is it Green Queen Garden? Green Queen Garden. Let's go. Even though my gamer tag is a Green Queen Oh, and Miss Green interchangeably. Yeah. And Rice Pea Putty. Oh my God. <laughs> on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> that might be my favorite one of all of them. <laughs> God. You know, so I haven't had Rice Pea Putty in a long time. And I think. Me I, either. That's a crime. I think I'm going to. That's what I'm getting you for your birthday. As much Rice Pea Putty as I possibly can. God. <laughs> Just a whole that of it please don't do that (laughs) what is your third please let us swiftly move on so you can forget that heinous (laughs) suggestion of a birthday gift for me for anyone who's listening who has not figured it out rice pea pudding is rice pudding more specifically arroz con leche anyways my third um new year's resolution i was really impressed with the wall that our previous guest bernsey had where he just decorated his wall with like impactful moments from anime and it really has sat with me since our conversation and i feel like i would like to do that i feel like there are a lot of moments that can come to my mind but i think 
you know, when you make a collage like that, you can't help but really bring who you are into it. And, and I'd like to see what, what I end up with. Um, plus, I'd love to be able to decorate what's behind me. So I think this is an art project mm. that is worth me investing into in 2024, early 2024. I'd like to do oh, it, yeah. you know, maybe as a January project. Um, oh, so I'm excited. I love it so much. Yeah. I I have some goals for the podcast, too, that I, you know wrote down and we wrote down yeah. together first thing two live shows on twitch youtube something like that i think that could be really fun yeah two live shows that's so easy yeah well i'll figure out the logistics and even in those two shows we do a giveaway i want to do one giveaway every season so i want to do four giveaways this year anime stuff oas stuff totally Crunchyroll, like I want to do giveaways. That's the whole. This is this is our project, and and our listeners are. We really love you guys, and the idea is to be able to do something where we can give back to this community, and that you know, are surrounded by this art form that we feel has given us so much. So mm. there's that. I agree, and I had one as well, which was we want to get to a point where we have at least a hundred people downloading one episode of our podcast yes and the numbers fluctuate yes. every week but i'd like to get to where we have at least 100 people downloading so if you listen to our podcast and you think other people will enjoy it share it share the podcast share, with it. <laughs> share the podcast join the discord follow us on social media and with that folks have a wonderful new year this has been a green queen and this has been a binge monster happy 2024 watch some anime and have a great night <laughs> <laughs> no i don't know why i did it that way 